happy Easter, happy Passover, and happy long holiday weekend to so many of our listeners. We're shipping out an episode early as Chicago Mercantile Exchange, NZX, and EEX markets are closed on Friday. While the CME will be open Sunday evening at the normal time, NZX and EEX will remain closed for Easter Monday. It was a rather quiet week heading into today when the USDA released the February Dairy Products Production Report. By the way, how about that non-fat inventory number? Those shipping bottlenecks are really hindering exports and Mexico's demand has been faltering. Lucas, welcome back. And how about you break down the data for our listeners? What can we take away from today's report? Thanks, Alyssa. This report is hot off of the press as we record this on Thursday afternoon, but I think taking kind of some initial looks at this data, that non-fat number certainly does stand out, as you mentioned. We saw the trend continue from January with more domestic and Mexico spec non-fat milk produced at the expense of skim milk powder, but on a combined basis, production still well above prior year levels with I don't think any surprise there that production is stronger, but we're certainly monitoring that throughout the spring flush, especially as sales are questionable. That stock's number two, the trend line almost looking similar to last year, which is a bit concerning as stocks raced higher to new record highs into Q2 in 2020. So we'll watch that closely. I think this leans a little bit bearish for non-fat, surely. On the cheese side, I think, you know, we were expecting very strong output, total production up 4.7%. But I think what made us consider this report a little bit more neutral to the cheese market is that cheddar output wasn't as strong as we might have thought. Up 3.3% still, but down pretty sharply versus January. And a lot of milk instead pushed into kind of those non cheddar American style varieties. That means to us that. Cheddar might be a little bit more limited at the spot market, which might not have as big of an impact on prices. The other market I'll chat here briefly about is dry away. We've certainly seen prices race higher in the past few weeks, or I guess even months now at this point. Production stronger versus prior year, but I don't think uh, that's surprising. And it's still pretty muted, I think, based on where total cheese output is. On the stock side of things, though, February dry weigh stocks at the lowest February volumes in several years now, slightly higher versus last month. But I think this overall keeps dry weigh values supported in the coming weeks as demand seems to show no signs of abating. Speaking to that weigh production number as well as inventories, how incredible is that price rise that we've seen this year into 2021? I realize, you know, we've been in an uptrend since last summer, but record high prices consistently for the past few weeks on the CME spot market. Yeah, the most recent record high set on Wednesday this week and holding into today, Thursday, as we record this at 66 cents per pound. You know, this market is three years old, started back in March of 2018. I think a a little bit of a sleepy market in the beginning as the industry was kind of getting used to uh, dry way being priced on a spot basis like we are now seeing. But more recently, I think into Q3 last year, as we kind of got through the 
the most uncertain times of the pandemic, we've seen decent strength, production a little bit limited into the final few months of 2020, and demand kind of seeing a resurgence as well, decently on the domestic side, but also supported by export demand. China buying nonstop, basically, and not only from the U.S., but from whatever market they can procure this dry way from. I think that shows no signs of abating. I know that, Alyssa, you've written extensively in the past few weeks in some of our reports about this resurgence in African swine fever in the country. Uh, We thought we were maybe kind of on the tail end of that, but there's all sorts of things going on with some fake vaccines, the virus kind of resurging in some areas. And that overall means that China continues to struggle to rebuild that hog herd. That means that as they continue to have more piglets being born, this way will be needed consistently into the coming months. And between that and some of us millennials trying to work out some COVID weight gains that we've seen. That was an interesting report this week. I think gyms will be supported throughout the reopening as well. Really all signs point to continued bullishness here in dry way. Regarding international markets, we do have a global dairy trade event next week, long awaited after a three-week break. And NZX futures traders are pricing in a 3.8% drop on C2 regular whole milk powder throughout April, a 1% fall on medium heat skim milk powder, and another lift on butter. That pressure on whole milk powder futures in recent weeks has been a result of stronger than expected New Zealand milk production heading into their autumn and winter as farmers work to take advantage of the strong milk price while also experiencing rather favorable weather conditions as we covered on our last podcast episode when we spoke to a New Zealand farmer. That's a combination that we've not observed in a very long time and producer attitudes are definitely strong in 2021. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week after the holiday. Have a wonderful weekend. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.